episode four. How you doing, Joe and Ben? We're back on our Zoom pods because we are a socially distanced podcast, as you all know. So, Joseph, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Keeping to the rules, you know, gutted not to be back in the skipper households, but, you know, needs must. Looking forward to analysing weekend's games and looking forward to the weekend ahead. Is that is that a new um, headset you've purchased for the pod? Yeah, it's actually a branded, that surely cross the line headset. And uh, how are you doing, um, Benjamin? Pleasure to be back. Um, going like Joe said, not to be not to be in in the the same place as everyone else. But um, as old school fans will know, Zoom is where it used to be at. Zoom is where it would always be at for whenever we need it. So um, big respect to Zoom. Excited to talk about some of our young youngsters. Our youngsters. Um, yeah, they've all had game time this week, which is fantastic. First time. Uh, pretty much since since we created these they sponsored the youngster so i'm really buzzing to get on that and also for next weekend's next weekend's game right, we kick it off quickly with our weekly report of our youngsters and then we'll talk about the the upcoming fixtures this weekend oh can i sponsor a youngster as well so um to open it i think mason's listened to my wise words i think i said was it left right goal last season last week um, it's my final three words to him and uh, he did exactly that in the League Cup um, bouncing back from um, his dark days and uh, I think he's on the road to success I'm hoping United change their formation to a diamond and it's him and Marshall up front or him and him and Rashford with uh, Bruno behind Pogba um, Van der Beek and then Matic in the, in the hold I'm, I'm, I'm liking that. So um, if Mason can get 25 goals this season, I'll be happy. Do you, do you think that he's fully recovered from, from the summer's incidents, would you say? Yeah, he's a young boy. How old is he, 18? I think, he, I think he's, he's, he's still pretty young. You know, he needs to get out of his system. You know, the summer happened. It's been a bit... You know, it's COVID summer. Yeah. Let, let, let's let him off and concentrate on his football. And I'm sure Ollie will, will be motivating him with his finishing. So it's mad he's still 18. Yeah, he is. That left foot and the, the way he dribbles and does the step overs, he is a very, very exciting talent. That's all I've got to say, Mason. Um, big up, Mason. Ben, how's uh, Billy Gilmore doing? My deepest apologies, Colin Gallagher. <laughs> I'm joking, not Billy Gilmore's doing fantastic in his recovery, but um, that's not where my money's being funneled at <laughs> ATM. <laughs> I'm going to speak about Conor Gallagher, uh, who's finally had his move to West Brom, had his first game for the club, played the full full 90 minutes against Brentford and scored a pen in the shootout. A beautiful little Penenka chip. Uh, sadly, they did lose it. But considering Brentford were arguably one of the best teams in the Championship last season, could easily have made it to the Prem. It was always going to be a tough game, but he had a pretty solid performance. 60 touches, two key passes, 
four shots, two on target, including a one that produced a really good save from their keeper. Um, he's looks really exciting, played it instead of attacking mid. And I think it's someone that West Brom really could do with a bit of an exciting attacking midfielder who will produce goals, produce assists, work hard. Um, there's a lot of talk on Twitter of Chelsea fans hyping him up, saying he's better than Mason Mount. Who knows? Um, but he looks really exciting. And I'm hoping that he gets gets a... a he's going to miss, obviously, this weekend's games because it's against Chelsea, so he can't play against his parent club. But they've got a decent run after that, playing you know Southampton, Burnley, Brighton in the next three games where he could really kick on, get a run of form. So, you know, my words to, to, to Billy are knuckled down and you'll, you'll make it. What did you make of his haircut? It's very Joe circa 2015. So I'm sure Joe's got some words to say about it. He, he loves a little long blonde, long blonde tips. It's not the first person to idolise my blonde tips. <laughs> <laughs> and that little dink in the penalty he did, oh. It, confidence. That confidence all over. I think, I, and I think he's, I think he's got that so far that good mix between confidence and hard work. I must say, I mean, uh, Joe, you'll talk about Reese in a second, but those the two out of two youngsters so far, after our you know motivational talks last week, nailing it. Youngsters on the rise. Honestly, fantastic to see. And um, Joe, how's Reese doing? Yeah, he didn't, he, you know, he kind of carried on where, from where he left off. Solid game against Liverpool, even though we lost 2-0. I mean, I thought he handled Sadio Mane quite well, um, down the right, considering the left, considering. Um, <laughs> to be fair, until their goals, I feel like he dealt with them pretty well and didn't seem kind of too phased by Liverpool. Um Unfortunately, then we went down to 10 men and Liverpool boss the game. Didn't really get forward much, showing off his crossing ability. Um, but yeah, not much to report, but he's still looking solid. And I think he'll continue to look solid and hopefully he'll get an assist this weekend against West Brom and show Conor Gallagher up, I'm even though Conor's not playing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think all our youngsters are doing pretty well. Um, is, update on Ismail Zah, he's still recovering from injury. Tim is um, monitoring his um, progress. You know, I've seen increasing rumours of him uh, being linked to Liverpool. I will say that. Lots of rumours him linking him to Liverpool and United if they don't get Sancho. Much cheaper option. Quickly adding to Joe, do you reckon Reese has cemented his place at right back ahead of Aspilicueta for the season? Considering he's 100%, 100% yeah. I feel like he's He's first choice. Aspie played last night in the League Cup, but I feel like he'll take that back back seat role, almost like JT, Gary Cahill as captains um, for this year. Pretty exciting for one of our youngsters to, to have pretty much taken the place of a club captain. It's what, it's what sponsor a youngster does. I know. It's your money that helps. Okay. Um, <laughs> is there any update on... Either of Elliot's boys, I know he like to he loves to tease and get a couple of in. Brandon Williams, has he played much? Has he played at all? He played in the League Cup and uh I think he did he win that penalty? Yeah, I think he won a penalty 
um, which in the against Luton. So I mean, he's done he's done well there. Uh, that position at left back is still you know heavily debated. They need a they need a new left back at United, but it looks like they're not going to get one as it gets closer to, the, to that Alex Tellers, aren't they? Which would be worrying for Brandon if he yeah, does come in. It's the same rumours every year, isn't it? I feel like Alex Tellez has been signed by every Prem he's club. He's literally just an FM wonder kid, isn't he? <laughs> and, uh, How old is Alex Tellez? 20... don't know. I wouldn't he's, give he's you... In his, you know, he's young and he's ready to get into his prime. You know me, I'm not good with age, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> well, if we have a look at this... 27. He's 27. He's yeah, I thought he was a bit older. He's no longer a youngster. Well, actually, so he'd be signing someone for a solid five years then. Yeah, that's true. How old is Luke Shaw? 24? Uh, <laughs> he was so young. He's been around forever. Um, and I don't think James Garner's played a game for, for Watford yet. Joe Garner. Joe Garner. Is it Joe Garner or James yeah. Garner? No, Joe Garner was a striker for Watford. He scored that absolutely banging goal in the playoff final, if you remember. Like a volley. Yeah, is he at um, Wigan now, I think? Yeah, I think so. James Garner's, he came on, quite came off the bench in our 3-1 loss against <laughs> Newport. So um, he's got a bright future. So Elliot, if you do have any, if you're listening, if you've got any words for your two boys... Well, Rory, shout out to one of our listeners, Rory Tynan. Um, He's been giving me an update on James Garner. And uh, as we like to keep our tabs on as many youngsters as possible. And he's saying he's very much like a a young Michael Carrick. So um, thanks for that, Rory. Oh, no, he got the start against Newport. He did get the start. Yeah. Uh, I I think he'll, he'll want to play... You know, he'll be coming off the bench. It'll, it'll be tough for him to get in the team. He looked like he had a solid little 88% pass completion, 71 touches. But, you know... How old be... is he, James Garner? 19. 19. Yeah. It's the same birthday as me, so shout out James Garner. 13th of March, big up. <laughs> Hopefully Tom Cleverley, Ben Foster, Cathcart can give him some, some Manchester wise words. So, um, going on to this upcoming weekend of fixtures, how are we all feeling? I mean, this, this weekend gone by, it was quite a good weekend of fixtures in terms of excitement, good yeah, football, good goals. Most goals in a game week in history or something. It's mental. Every yeah. game seems to be 5-2. <laughs> Leeds just banging out the four threes. Yeah, they're, they're, imagine if they, if only they had their fans there. Yeah, I think I watched the Chelsea game yesterday without crowd noise. And it just <laughs> makes you realise how depressing it all oh, is without God. fans. I know. I, I was just yeah. sort of like, you know when you, you're, you, don't, you can't do your best, like your favourite things for six months and it gets extended by another six months? <laughs> Yeah. So we can't actually go to a football game for another six months, essentially. No. Well, um, I was working at the London football game in February when Chelsea lost to United. 
in this pretty no, I'm just regretting all those chances I had to go watch Watford and I turned them down because I was working. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea Bayern was the last one I went to. I said about that, the better. He was huh? like, did you see what Timo Werner said about that? The Bayern no. He was like, no. oh, yes, I was unsure. The only reason I was unsure about joining Chelsea was the way they played against Bayern. And at Leipzig, we always used to, you know, give them a good game. I don't, I don't blame him. Um, it's true. This weekend, though, Man City, Leicester and Liverpool, Arsenal pop right out of the screen. See, they've moved back the kickoff time, Arsenal Liverpool to eight o'clock. Yeah, so that you can watch at the pub. <laughs> I think you know, big shout. I think Arsenal. I can see them pulling off a little shot. I can see Arsenal winning that then against Liverpool. Against Liverpool. Big, well, big shout. I reckon. They're, I reckon Arsenal. Pretty good start, haven't they? I'm I'm surprised how much Lacazette's playing, but pleasantly surprised. I, uh, I can see him potentially getting a sneaky win. Fulham have another big game. Villa at home is sort of like a must win. I I, I just I, otherwise I I worry for them big time. Villa well, are very average though. I was watching the Fulham's run of games. Is in I mean they've got Villa, then it's Wolves, then Sheffield United, Palace, West Brom, West Ham. If they're not picking up points there. It's going to be a very long season. Palace yeah. should be quite a close one as well. Yeah, Zaha. Palace have looked solid. Zahar on form. And Everton have looked, their signings have bedded in really quick, which was always the risk. Roy Hodgson sets them up so well to just dismantle kind of their, their record against the big six. It's like the second best. The last three years or something away from home. Yeah, they um, set up well like, on counter attack, and they got those pacey, you know, Zaha. They got Eze now. Townsend's always got a little bit, of, little burst. Can we talk about that handball decision though for the penalty against Manchester United and how ridiculous that was? And also the one, which one was it? Um, another handball was it the Spurs game? Matt Doherty, yeah. Gosh. Both of them were ridiculous. They weren't ha- could do nothing about them. No one appealed for they them. They the rule, haven't they? Ridiculous. So it have to be intentional almost. Was it changed last year? I don't really... Un- I, honestly, I don't understand. I think, from what I can gather, the penalties were penalties based on the rule. But the rule seems a mess. It was ridiculous. There's nothing they could do. The the, go- the shot from IU towards the goal wasn't even. It was. It wasn't. It was going nowhere near the goal, and it hit him like within kind of a foot. Yeah, because um, it's all about unnatural arm position. But in football, your arm is going to be all over the shop, isn't it? Yeah. Moving out. Oh, I miss just you know, referees having a bit of common sense, and you know the VAR has just sort of complicated their decisions so much. I've got one point. What do you think of Slavon Bilic getting sent off? Did you see his little rant? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So I thought that was quite harsh. Mike Dean's a tosser though, isn't he? Probably because he was shouting and spitting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're not allowed to do that without a mask on. 
De Maria's been banned for four games for spitting. Has he? Yeah, he spat at a player in the Marseille game. He's been banned for all these South American footballers. I mean, I assume you'd get banned for four games anyway if you spat at a player. It should be, it should be more than that now, surely. surely. Diego Costa, Suarez. I mean, that, they'll be. They'll have to wear masks when they play. Just a, just that's, a little... co- that's COVID's worst nightmare. Them two up top. <laughs> Suarez nibbling away. Christ Almighty! That is a, just a aggressive front two, isn't it? Cheeky little Dude. stat about James Rodriguez as well. Apparently, he made he didn't do a single sprint. That's what I, love. I heard about this. That's How can you not sprint? Like, that's what I like. I love a little classy player that doesn't need to sprint like about. It's like Berbatov. Yeah. If they're good enough, they don't need to run. But how do they know he didn't sprint? I don't know. I'm not in charge Just, of that. How quick is he? They know how quick he is? I don't, I don't, I don't see Hammers as a pacey player. Who are these data analysts? Should we call them up? You sure he didn't sprint? How do you know? Like, where's the, the to Joe. Up to Joe. Is it you? Yeah, it's me. I'm up to Joe. <laughs> it's a big reveal. It's like Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> big game. Um, what is a big game for United? Because Brighton, Brighton looked good against Chelsea. They had a very comfortable win against Newcastle. Yeah. United lose that. They're in big. You know. I know. Turmoil already. And I love it. It is, it is a big one, and they do look quite good with those three centre backs, Brighton. Or is it Webster, yeah. White, and Dunk? I said it in that first pod, and Tim Tim was not not half having it, but I, I can see Brighton doing well this season. Ted's youngster of the season was was White, so I mean I yeah, haven't Ted. watched White before. That oh yeah, Ted, Ted is Ted is sponsoring White. We didn't even discuss yeah. discuss Ben White. Well, he he was pretty she? solid. Um, Clean yeah. sheet and looks quite good at sheet. I'm a big and fan. Good passer of the ball as well. But they've yeah. got three. They've got Dan Byrne as well. They've just got really tall centre backs. I but I've also I really like Neil Mopé. Yeah, he's quite a. I don't know what type of player he is. If he's like just a you know complete quite aggressive puncher. Just like a mixture. Is there a new sort of? Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a little bit of everything. He's a little ball of energy. Because he's not that. He's a handful, hard, isn't he? But he's just like, just gets there. Yeah, I think, yeah, big, big game for United. How do, the problem with United, it's kind of like Chelsea, they haven't really sorted their defence out. Um, I mean, we kind of have, but it remains to be seen for the rest of the season, but. Chilwell did come on, get a grab, little assist. Looked quite nice. Well, you have you've got a, a you've brought in Mendy, so I mean that's a pretty big signing. I'll be really off stemmed from your bad goalkeeping. I'll be really interested to see who starts on Saturday for Chelsea in goal because I can't, I wouldn't be able to picture it. It won't be Kepa, surely. I reckon it'll be Willie. It can't. It can't be Kepa. Willie will probably fill in until Mendy's sort of ready to play. Do they put Caballero? Do they put um, Kepa on the bench? Or they say, Kepa, this is your last game to prove yourself. <laughs> like, other than that, Mendy's going to come in and, you know, take your place. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not looking good for Kepa. 
hasn't been looking good for Kepa for a while. It's about yeah. time. Well, he's well, he's, he's like, ousted. It's not been looking Ben well for Kepa. <laughs> um, Man City Leicester should be interesting. Um, Do you reckon Foden will start? Well, he yes. Looks so, he looks so good on the weekend. Was it on, Never, on Monday yeah. against Wolves? He's playing that sort of David Silver role, but just getting. Well, I think he should be starting every game in terms of quality. I think, but it's that classic: will Peps switch it out? Do you do you bring Foden in on fantasy because he's he guaranteed a start? I don't know. Did you listen to Mike Michael Richards? He kept comparing him to Silver, and he kept saying like, "Oh, Silver wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have gone in for the goal, sort of thing, and he wouldn't have gone in to try and get the goal. He would have just passed it off." And just he seemed to be saying that Foden was. Almost more complete than David Silver, <laughs> but I wasn't, I wasn't sure maybe, about that. Maybe you're saying he was more of like a more goal, right? Like, because David Silver never scored that many goals, did he? He was always about the assist. No. Maybe he's sort of like a slightly different version of David Silver. That is quite, um, you know, big claim. Foden and Sterling this season, underrated partnership there of them creating goals and scoring them. I think. What about Spurs? Big, yeah, big game. I, I mean, I'm like, I think Spurs look. Hodman, Son, what, what a performance. They were shocking in the first half. I watched the first half. They were terrible. Southampton's expected goals was higher than Spurs. Southampton were all over them, first half. But the thing is, last season, Kane and Son were both out for so long at sort of different times. They hardly played with each other. I think when they play with each other, it's very, that's one of the best sort of partnerships in the league what was it that it was the, the top partnerships in terms of one assisting another for a goal in the last well, right. since stats the players assisted four goals for the same player yeah, this could be a, a very more than a two horse race this season I honestly I'm starting to think that that the quality of squads is so high that a lot of these big teams, like, you know, Spurs have invested a lot. Arsenal looking good. I think United will do well as well. And Chelsea have spent a lot. It's, you know, I don't think it's going to be as, you know, City and Liverpool dominant this year as it was last year and the season before. Because, mm. yeah, Liverpool, because I think, I think it's hard to judge Liverpool on the ch- and Chelsea on the, ch- on the game last weekend. Sending off messed it up. I think Liverpool were a lot better from the start, but that was the way I think Chelsea had lined up. And they had played quite well that first half until the sending off. And even the two goals, it was one slip of the concentration for the first, and then the second was just an absolute disaster from Kepper. Werner um, looked good though, didn't he? He looked sharp. That, I mean, yeah, like you say, Son and Kane, dangerous. And it'd be interesting to see how Bale fits into that. I'm looking forward to seeing Gareth in the Prem again. I am as well. Yeah, I feel I've, I've, all fans just quite like him. I've gone for him in the waiver, guys, as well. So I should get him because I'm bottom of the league. <laughs> cool. The thing is, I was looking at Bale, but obviously I can't get him because I'm first. But um, <laughs> also, so I'm going for the scraps like Daniel Podence. 
I, d- I was I was looking at Daniel Podence. I've got I've, I've applied for him. On the yeah. <laughs> he, did, he did look good, didn't he, against City? Not make not make of the week that. He should have finished that little dink though. That not make against De Bruyne. Yeah. Shut your legs. Shut your legs, son. Or shut your legs. Who's coming out of your midfield? Dwight McNeil, Joe? Yeah, he's gone. Oh, heartbreak. You know, it's oh, ever since, yeah, ever since he... He was your joint high school midfielder last week with five points. Ever, <laughs> ever since he didn't get sponsored by one of us, he's just not looked at the same player. That's <laughs> the problem. Some of our youngsters, some of the youngsters that haven't been sponsored are really struggling. So, yeah. this is a call to arms. If you are seeing these youngsters struggling, please, whatever you have in your pockets, go behind the sofa, find that change, and you will change the youngster's season. Call in and just sponsor a youngster of your choice. You don't have to sponsor one of ours. I mean, ours have enough mental support from us. It's about those youngsters who, which don't get that sort of support. There's well. plenty of youngsters out there, you know. Billy Gilmore, he's injured. He needs some help. Dwight McNeil needs your help. You know, there's some big names on there. Declan Rice. What's okay. happening with this season? Bakaya Saka, you know? Lots yeah. of big names out there. I tell you what, my signing under the radar, Castagne. Whoa, yeah. I think he's going to be a good one for this season. Yeah, he's oh, smashing it. He's I the highest looking at trying then. to get him in and then I realised you had him. I've got him on my regular team. 14 points on draft in the first, nine in the second. The, the thing is, Pogba needs a. I mean, Pogba does need a big season. I don't really. You I say just, that every bloody season, and, though, don't you? Yeah, no, like, Pogba is such a good foot. Like, as, a, as just a pure footballer. He's so good. Just his ability. He's so frustrating, though. But then, you know, the, the defence behind him is not quite good enough. Dean Henderson looked really good. And it should be pushing De Gea for his place as well. He'll. I don't think he'll be at United next season. Where would he go? Well, I don't know. I think he needs to be their first choice. I think. I think United should have sold De Gea or tried to sell him. But the problem is, who do they sell? I guess who do they sell him to? But United have got three really good keepers, but then they have a lack of centre backs. It seems very poor planning. I don't know who would want to hair at the moment, but his wages. Madrid don't need him. No Barcelona one, don't need him. No one essentially, no one needs him right now. Atletico don't need. So the big Spanish teams don't really need him. I'm trying to think of you know potentially Juve. He could be better than Chesney. Chesney's been really good though. Chesney's been really good. I don't know. Maybe uh, Napoli, AC Milan. They got Donnarumma. Maybe Inter. Handanovic is quite old, isn't he? And Inter do love a little ex United. It's like the ex United graveyard. It's true. Um, it's true. Is Handanovic any good? Yeah, Handanovic quite good. 36. Is Handanovic so, 36? Blimey. Yeah. So, yeah. potentially, we've, we're creating a rumour here. Heard it here first. That's that sure a rumour. Rumor. Or not, not, not. Yeah. I could see him moving to Italy. Doing quite well. I think he is a class. <laughs> but, 
you know, Dean is pushing out all the uh, stops to get in that first first place position. That surely predicted the scores. So predictions for the weekend. Brighton versus United. I reckon controversial and Brighton 2-1. Two all, I reckon. United need to win it 2-1 United. I think they're too strong. Depends who they play though. Van der Beek starting. Yeah. I'd like to see him start. Palace, you just get some Palace, Palace Everton. Gosh, these are tough. I'd go one all draw. I'm gonna say two nil Everton. Ooh. I reckon they're they're on for, they're on form. Richarlison and Calvert Lewin are just banging them in. Yeah, Palace are on form as well. Two one to Everton for me, I think. I think they'll just be too strong. Too much quality. West Brom, Chelsea. <laughs> I'm going to go... I reckon it'll be 1-0 Chelsea. I don't think it'll be a big score. 4-0 Chelsea. <laughs> I think 2-1 Chelsea. I think West Brom might score. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna hold my hope that we're gonna get a cup. They haven't. It's not like they haven't scored. It's just their defense is not. Yeah, I know. Burnley, Southampton. Burnley've not had a great start, have they? Burnley, just that's a standard Burnley result. I know that's got draw written all over it. That's a one-all for me. One-all. Yeah, one-all for me as well. Danny Ings will get one. One-nil. One-nil Burnley. I've got huh? Yeah. 1-0. They, they, Chris uh, Woods. Yeah, Chris Woods. Big Ethan Ampadu's in now. Oh, I'm going to go for 1-0 uh, Leeds. I'm so tempted to do a 4-3. <laughs> I reckon this could be, you know, Sheffield United. I'm going to say 2-1 Sheffield United. 4-3 Leeds. <laughs> Spurs Newcastle. Is Spurs? Oh, I don't know why I asked this. Spurs at home doesn't really make a difference. (laughs) Four one Spurs. Four one. Yeah. I'm gonna three nil Spurs. Controversial. Two all. Where are, where are Newcastle scoring from? Andy Carroll brace. I think Andy Carroll's going to get two Joel assists. Just come up. He got a brace against Morecambe, so he's he's on form. Mate, they just won seven nil. They're on fire. Uh, Man City Leicester. Three one City. It's tricky. I don't know how Leicester are going to perform against City. I'll go two one City. I reckon. I'm going to go 2-1 City as well. Uh, last three. West Ham, Wolves. West Ham are so shocking. I think 3-0 Wolves. Oh, really, Joe? They've, yeah. I think... Hey, West Ham are awful. Did you not see Yarmolenko's performance in the League Cup? Yeah. 5-1. 
I don't I don't take the League Cup as a indication. Um, <laughs> I'm leaning. Palmy wants to say draw, but I'm going to give it to Wolves. Two one. I'm going to go two all and uh, Samedo brace. On day. <laughs> uh, Fulham Villa. I hate to say it, but I'm going to go two nil Villa. Two nil Villa. Oh, did you see them the other day? I'm yeah, gonna I say, that, did you see Fulham the other day? I'm saying one nil uh, Villa. I really don't see much hope for Fulham. I'm going to go one nil Fulham. Mitro. There you go. Samuel and Watkins. New signings impact. Fulham just don't have. They haven't signed anyone. <laughs> and then arguably the biggest game of the weekend: Liverpool Arsenal. <sighs> Just, if Arsenal, sh- Arsenal show up, I can see them getting something from that. I'm um, say, oh, actually, I've changed my mind. I think it'll be a one-all draw. Two-one <laughs> Liverpool, I reckon. I reckon that'll just be a bit too good. Three-all. <laughs> we like to see. I think the attacking qualities of both teams. You carnage. You carnage. 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 Leicester are top of the table, aren't they? Yeah, they love starting the season well. But yeah. Hard to judge with games against Leicester, Burnley and West Brom, but... True. They did look quite good, though. I have to say, always a fan of their football. Harvey Barnes started the season well. I'll tell you what, who's disappointed me. Southampton, disappointingly poor. I feel like a bit unlucky against Spurs. If It could have, got, it could have gone another way. Lost to Brentford in the League Cup. Lost to Spurs. Yeah, they have not had a good start. Danny Ings is committed, though. I think it would be... Unless he you know, has a tra- hands in a transfer request late on in, in the next couple of days, then I think they might go down. Interesting to see. That surely crossed the line. Episode four complete. <laughs>